best way to get you going. Go, go, go. This, this, this is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikh only on the Voice of the Cape. So 7.30 is where we're at this morning. If you've just joined us, welcome into it. Good to have you in our company this morning. We move along now to our next feature. Now, VOC News has been inundated with messages from those residing in the Tafelsuch area. This is pertaining to water issues that has come to light. Now, according to residents, uh, there have been billed thousands of rands for water usage, with the city of Cape Town disconnecting their water supply as well. Now, those of you that have been tuned into VSE Breakfast, you would know um, that it's not the first time we've had to receive these messages. So we thought to touch base um, with the city once again. But joining us online this morning is Madani Darius, who is a resident, just to perhaps, you know, furnish us with the details as to what exactly is the situation the city however has mentioned that they won't be coming on air this morning but there is a response from the city that will be airing um just after we speak to mazni this morning mazni good morning assalamualaikum thank you for joining us so let's get straight into it with regards to water water issues disconnecting what on earth is happening out in the tafosuk area let me just firstly say that um, I'm, I'm a social activist, so I, I don't live in, um, in that particular area. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what has happened is I was um, I connected to a, a, a water cut group where people were complaining about uh, water being disconnected and the, the huge cost around water. And then what I did was I just sort of took it upon myself and I started to visit these people. I found them. Because what I, 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 you know, it's, a, it's an issue that's close to my heart, and um, especially around water. And uh, the intention was to listen to these stories and put it into the public domain and hopefully create some kind of awareness that would lead to a, a, a desired outcome. And, um, and so I went and I, and, I, and I met and I spoke to, um, to residents. And, and what I discovered was, was, it, was it was heartbreaking, to be honest with you, in terms of what is happening. And as an outcome of that, I, uh, I, I wrote some, some letters to the August, and um, that created some awareness. And I, through that, uh, one of the ward councillors contacted me along a particular issue of one of the residents. And let me just say there's a host of issues, you know. And when you look at it, on the face of it, it's very difficult to, to, to actually get to, a, to, a, to a, a resolution of this because it's just so many, so many problems. It stems from, uh, you know, it stems from people being disconnected, so they have no water. And an elderly couple that I spoke to, that I interviewed, um, their water was off for more than a year. And it was off for, for, for before the pandemic. And, and this is a couple in the 70s. Mm. Um, they have uh, chronic illnesses. They have diabetes. Um, and it's heartbreaking, you know, when you listen to these stories. And then you have a story of, a, of Auntie Armin, as an example, you know, also chronic medication. Uh, you know, and she was telling me there was times when she scraped ice the freeze to take him to melt the, the, the ice to water so she can take she can take a medication. Madeline, it's just, yeah. 
Madam, sorry, Assalamualaikum and Kulam. I, I just wanted to come in here very quickly. I mean, you, you're talking about you know issues that has arisen even before the lockdown, which is very concerning. I want to make reference to a statement that the city of Cape Town has released on the 5th of March, um, you know, where they're saying that the city's policies aim to accommodate everyone according to the income level. Firstly, they do not cut off water at residential properties. Services are, however, restricted to a running trickle flow um, of water to those property owners and city tenants who have ignored the warning restriction letter sent to them, but they don't necessarily cut the water because they're saying the city provides 40% of households in Cape Town with free water even, uh, free of charge as part of the social package. So all those instances that you are referring to, have those residents made contact with the city? Let me, let me first say, right, according to the Water Act, the flow of the water from the tap must be minimum 10 litres per minute. 100%. When they put it on a drip, when yes. they put it on a drip, right, uh, this one uh, elderly lady, she gets up 4 o'clock in the morning to fill a little bucket of water so that she can bathe herself and have some water to drink by 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, now I understand so, that, so, Madani. I understand, I understand. You know, uh, the, 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 the trickling system, you know, that is, yeah. that, that is a debate that we definitely need to have. It is unethical. Yes. It should not have. Everybody's got the, the right, you know, to your, to your basic necessities such as water. I get that. But the concern that I, that I have is, is that, you know, it has been reported to us that there are many households in Tafelsik that's without water completely. And I needed to know whether or not that have been addressed. No, it hasn't. And you know what that is? That is those, are those blue meters. Those blue management systems, are, they are a complete mess. I mean, so it's a faulty system then? Yes, it is, it is faulty meters. And also what happens is, yes, the city uh, gives 350 liters of water to those who apply and those who qualify. But what happens when you have 17 people in a home or on a plot, when you have a house and three, two Wendy's and three families living on it? By 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, there's no water. Yeah, but also so, with regards to that, Marjini, just, uh, just a correction also, and I know this in particular, is that yes, you've got the 350 liters that is, or milliliters that has been allocated, liters that has been allocated per day per, per, per property. But if there are more people living on the property, then you can actually apply for that to be increased to the extent that even if you have animals on the property, you need to list that so that it can be accommodated. So those families, you know, did they do that? You know, the, 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 the issue is that the city's policies frustrate residents. Um, the, the amount of paperwork, uh, the toing and froing. And, you know, we have elderly couples who have mobility issues. They don't even have money to take a taxi to go to the council office. And when they get to the council office, they are treated so shoddy and so badly. I mean, I had an elderly resident, Mr. Peterson, that told me, you know, he wanted to apply for the 350, but everybody's been telling him how much problems it's giving and he don't want to bring problems on himself. Mm. So he took out water. Just in you terms know? of the elderly, you know, accessing council, etc., surely the ward councillors of the various areas should be coming out to, especially the elderly, like you've referenced a little earlier on, um, and, and assisting them with these things in terms of the applications and what needs to be done. In theory, yes, that is what they're supposed to do. Uh, the, the letter that one letter out of the August, um, the one ward councillor for, for Ward 78, Eddie Andrews, he did make contact. He did go out and see them a few days later. But again, you know, um, he's helping him with the paperwork. I mean, if it was me, I would have put the water on and then sort out the paperwork. You know, so, so it, is, it is this whole mindset um, that is completely anti-humanitarian that sits within, this, within the soul of the city that, that we have a problem with. Um, you know, and, and so the thing is that that is what they're supposed to do. But speak to any resident and they will tell you that the ward councillors in most instances are not responsive to the plan. Okay. Now, as activists, Madani, what are you guys up to? What are you guys doing to assist in this regard? 
Well, I, I, what, what? First of all, it's about awareness. So I've I've connected with a um, with a activist group called the African Water Commons um, Selective, and they have representatives uh, in all the communities. You know, uh, all the communities, uh, including areas like Kalicha and so forth, um, southern suburbs. And uh, we are are meeting later this month um, to formulate a program uh, how we want to address this. But right now, it's about awareness. It is about putting the issues into the public domain and hopefully wake up the city to some of the issues that they need to deal with because it's really about it's really about dealing with the people's issues. It's not about the paperwork and the process. I mean, you have a, a, a mother um, that is, um, uh, you know, a, a widowed mother with three kids, and on Friday she gets a summons in her gate for a water bill of 63,000 rand. She's on the ground system. She's got no income. So because my name and number is out there, they call me. And, and so I have to consult a lawyer and, and just ask how they, how they typically deal with that. So even that process is flawed because typically when you deliver summons, it needs to be signed for. They just put it into a gate. And then you've got residents who work into the community, um, the, the community housing trust. They've paid the house off years ago, but they can't get a title of it because they've got water bills outstanding. And I can promise you, in one housing tower, in one rowing tower, so we have three or four residents with bills of over 100,000 of water. It's absolutely insane. And, and you've got to question the system. So when the city tells you they've got this in place, they've got that, they've got all of this, but you, when you look at what's happening on the ground, you've got to question what they're saying. Because if what they're saying were absolutely true, then you, the extent of the problem would not be what it is. And so we need to really... We, they need to put feet on the ground and walk through the areas and try to assist people. Right. Let's leave it at that, um, uh, Madni Dais, uh, speaking to us about some water issues that has been experienced out in the Tafalsakh area.